Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Good afternoon, evening, everyone who tuned in to Calvary Live. We're so glad that you have uh, joined Calvary Live and so blessed to be with you. My name is Jeff Figs of Calvary Chapel Greeley with you on this Monday. It is the first full day of spring, and I think that all of us, that we really look forward to when spring comes, and we've made it through another winter. Spring is a time where uh, it speaks of life, it speaks of growth, it speaks of warmth, and I pray that uh, this hour of Calvary Live, that we can bring that to you spiritually, that we can uh, bring uh, warmth to you, truth to you, life to you, the words of eternal life that Jesus has. So, so glad that you tuned in today on this 21st day of March, and love for you to call in. You just heard the number. The call-in number is 303 303- Six nine zero three thousand. Grab one of those open lines early. Uh, sometimes, as the show progresses, that the lines fill up quickly. So, grab one of those open lines right now. Let's talk about the things of the Lord. I want to answer your questions. I want to pray with you as well. This is an opportunity for you to give prayer requests. I think that all of us that that we have something that really is on our hearts that uh, we want prayer for, and so would love to be able to do that. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. And then there's another way for you to be able to be a part of the program or to ask questions in your prayer request, and that's through a dedicated text line. And that is 720-336-0897. So put those two numbers in your contacts. And uh, as you are listening to Calvary Live, you can just pull it up on your phone and you can give us a call or you can give us a text. Make sure that you're safe when you are texting Text line again is 720-336-0897. That's for texting only. No one's going to answer that line. Uh, you can't leave a message, uh, a voicemail, that is. But you can text a question and a prayer request. So let's get the show started. This is your show. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. I want to welcome all of you that are listening on Grace FM in Colorado along the Front Range. I know that some of our listeners that you're getting snow, it seems like out east, uh, east of Aurora, that uh, they got I-70 closed. So just kind of a heads up there uh, for you that maybe perhaps are headed that way uh, because of the snow. Uh, but be careful as you are traveling. And uh, we just hope that uh, as wherever you're at, whether you're coming home from work right now or uh, perhaps you're picking up kids uh, from school, whatever your day is like, give me a call, 303-690-3000, call-in number. Welcome, everyone, uh, listening on Grace FM along the Front Range up in the southern Wyoming. Also want to welcome all of you who are listening live, Radio by Grace, throughout the country on over 70 different stations. You, too, can call at that number, 303-690-3000. So give me a call. Love to hear from you guys. So glad that you have joined Calvary Live, that our audience has grown to where you get to uh, be a part of the Calvary Live 
uh, program and get to call in and ask your questions and give your prayer requests. And also I want to welcome all those who are listening uh, online, uh, that you're listening live anywhere in the country, that number works. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. So grab one of those open lines. We still got all open lines. Love to talk with you, answer your questions. Let's talk about the things of the Lord. There's a lot of things going around on around the world, and uh, we uh, want to have a, a good worldview. We want to know what the Scripture has to say for us. We want to uh, have God's Word that comforts us, instructs us, um, and so we'd love to talk to you. 303-690-3000, call in number. want to also just give a shout-out to those who are listening on other radio stations, Hope FM, Truth FM, out on the East Coast. Always love to hear from you guys. Um, you have been a part of Calvary Live for a number of years, and so give me a call. You are a week delayed. Also, Higher Rock Radio. That means that you get to call in, we get to have our conversation, and then you get to listen to it uh, a week later. So you are a week delayed. So give me a call. Got all open lines, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. I do want to read to you from Psalm 63. I was thinking of this as we are in spring right now, and and it's always good to get through winter. And um, I'm one that I'm not the biggest fan of winter, but I I love it when it's spring this time of the year. Um, And I want to read from David, uh, Psalm 63. And usually springtime, when the weather warms up, uh, it is a time of year where we get outside more. Uh, Later on in the week, we're supposed to have uh, spring-like weather. Uh, It is a time uh, where there's life, and there's a time where uh, it's just a refreshing time. And so David, he's out in the wilderness and he writes, O oh God, you are my God, and early will I seek you. And my soul thirsts for you, and my flesh longs for you, in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. Because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. Thus I will bless you while I live, and I will lift up my hands in your name. And David was writing that at a time that it was a very difficult time in his life, feeling dry out there in the wilderness. In Psalm 61, he writes, From the ends of the earth I cry out to you, as he was out in the wilderness. And perhaps that it's been a cold season for you. It has felt like winter. Uh, Perhaps that you feel dry. Uh, I pray that you would be one, that you would draw close to the Lord to be refreshed in your heart and in your soul because he desires to do that work and, and to have that warmth come to you that, and, and that life would just bring forth as you draw close to him. And the Lord desires to minister to you uh, in that way. So if you feel like it's winter, just remember that the Lord is still there. He loves you and he desires to minister to your heart in every way. So we hope that we can encourage you during this show. Got an open line, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Michael in Lakewood. Michael? Hi. Hi. Welcome to Calvary Live. Uh, thank you. Um, I'm just grateful to hear the word and the vo- your voice. Um, yeah. I was hoping you guys could pray for me. Absolutely. Um, I've just been very scared. Um, but I've heard a lot of the word of God's forgiveness and mercy and 
uh, righteousness. And um, so I just would ask for prayer for courage and uh, strength and forgiveness to receive his forgiveness and forgive myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that I can, because I, all that I want, I say, oh, all that's worth it is God and to know God mm-hmm. and to sink into Christ or to, to surrender to, uh, that's all, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And Michael does a very good prayer request because, you know, there, there's, you're not the only one that's afraid. And, you know, the Lord knows your circumstances. He knows what brings fear into your life and the anxiety or the worry. And we all experience that to some degree. But throughout the scriptures, the Lord says, you don't have to be afraid. And the reason that we don't have to be afraid is because he promises that he's with us and that he is working on our behalf. He loves us. And we know that uh, he desires to to, you know, just strengthen us and, and give you the courage that, that you need and whatever you're facing, whatever circumstances that are before you. And Lord, the Lord will honor that because you're saying, Michael, I want to know him more. I want to know him better and his forgiveness. And the Lord's grace and forgiveness is so incredible. And to know this, that he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness as we just confess those sins and come to him and to know that it is finished as Jesus cried from the cross and that um, we are a forgiven people and you belong to him. And we don't have to, Romans chapter 8 declares, have the spirit of fear, but we can cry out, Abba, Father. You have relationship with the Father through Jesus Christ. And and that is a very strong word. Abba means literally Papa. And and you can go to him and you can talk with him and you can give him your heart. And he desires for you to know him better. And that's through the word and and continuing to read your Bible. And then he wants to give you the power to live for him as a work of the Holy Spirit in your life. So Father, I just pray for Michael. I just pray whatever's bringing fear to him that you would uh, take that fear away, that anxiousness away, or any worry away. Um, we don't have to have a spirit of fear because we belong to you, and you are with us. And I pray that you strengthen him. I pray that you give him the courage that he needs, that he would know that he's forgiven, and that he desires to be surrendered to you and to know you more. I know that you will honor that and help him to to just grow in your love and in your word. And, Lord, that he would perceive your presence, that he would stand on your promises, and, Lord, that he would rest in your love. And I just pray that for Michael. I just pray that you would work in his life in that way. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Michael? Thank you. You, you, you just hang on, you hang on to the Lord. He's hanging on to you. You know, we say hang on to the Lord, but really the Lord's hanging on to us. And Jesus said that we're in the Father's hand and no one will pluck us out. So you keep standing on his promises and you rest in his love. And you call back anytime you need prayer. Okay. Yes, sir. Thank you. Okay. You bet, Michael. God bless you. All right. God bless. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. And the text line is 
888-528-0897. So we got an open line. When somebody hangs up, you know one of those lines are open. So give me a call at that number, 303-690-3000. If you got any questions or you need prayer, let's go to Brighton. Judah's on line two. Judah? Uh, hey, good afternoon, Pastor. How are you? I'm doing well enough. Thank you for asking. Um, I was calling to ask you, so my, my family is moving to very south Texas in June. Uh, mm-hmm. We can't afford the Colorado region any longer. So we're going to go down there where it's a little bit more affordable. Um, so I wanted to talk to you and ask you to pray for us to have safe travels in that and um, pray for us to be successful once we get there. But I also yeah. wanted to ask if you... So I've been doing a lot of research on the region we're going to, and I'm struggling to find a good church that, just based off their mission statements, really, um, seem to be a good Bible-teaching church. I mean, we're... I'm kind of spoiled being in the you know Denver Metro with all the Calvaries around here, and yeah, um, I just can't seem to find anything down there that's similar. We're going to a town called Harlingen, which is uh, near Brownsville or Reynosa or Matamoros, kind of near South mm-hmm. Padre Island. I didn't yeah, know you're you way knew. down there. Oh yeah, right on the border there. Um, yeah. I didn't know if maybe you knew anybody down there or have heard of any churches down there that you know of that are good and sound and Bible teaching. You, you, yeah, I don't. Not down in that area. Have you tried um, CalvaryChapel.com, uh, Calvary Chapel Association? They have usually a church locator. And you probably, since you've done research, have probably used those resources. But um, you can go to Calvary Chapel Association. And you can go to a church locator, um, and you can see if there's a Calvary Chapel there or calvarychapel.com, same thing. Usually you can just type in a zip code or something. But I don't know any any Calvary Chapel down that area. I know there's a few around Austin, but you're talking way down um, on the very tip of, of Texas. You know, one of the things that uh, we've had a number of people that have moved to Texas or out of state because of the very thing that you're talking about. And one of the things that we've gotten feedback from is they've had a difficult time finding a church uh, in the community that they moved into. And um, so we just pray there's, there's a church down there somewhere for you and it may not be like a Calvary chapel, but we're going to pray for you and hopefully you'll find a body of believers that you can grow in the Word of God and, and continue. And, and you know, Calvary Chapel is such a blessing. And uh, when people move, that's one of the things that they really miss is when there isn't a Calvary Chapel or there's a church that does expos- expository teaching. So we're going to pray for you. And you might try those resources, but I don't know anything, Judah, down there uh, personally in that area uh, at Calvary Chapel or anything that I'm familiar with. So... Wish I could help you out, but the Lord's got, he'll guide you, he'll direct you. Yeah, thank you for letting me pick your brain about it, at least. Yeah, and you're, and if there isn't a Calvary Chapel down in that area, you know, just, you want a church, and you said you've researched it, um, you know, that holds a high value of the teaching of the Word, um, and, you know, where the leadership is serving the people, 
and um, where, you know, the gospel is being preached and proclaimed, I tell you what, it's getting harder. It's getting harder for that. And um, you won't, you know, Judah, you know, you won't find a perfect church. None of us, you know, belong to a perfect church because we're imperfect people. But we're just going to pray that the Lord guides you to a place, a body of believers, where you can be a part of and grow in the, in the things of God. So, Father, I pray for Judah as they're making this move down to Texas. And, Lord, you're guiding them. And where you guide, you do provide. And, and uh, Judah has expressed uh, a priority of uh, being in with a body of believers. So take them to a church, Lord, um, that has a strong value of the Word of God, um, and the leadership serves the people. And I pray that you would just guide them and direct them as they go down to f- all the things that need to happen with housing, with um, jobs, whatever the case may be, to be successful. And as you guide them, that they would be a light in their community. So I just pray that your hand would be upon them as they move and just guide them in every way and um, that you would uh, just take them to that body of believers that they need to be a part of. And I just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you, Judah, and your family as you head down to Texas. Thank you. And may God bless you as well, Pastor. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you again before I leave. Okay, that'd be great. All right. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number, the text line 720-336-0897 is the text line. So give me a text. Love to hear from you. Love to talk with you um, and encourage you any way they can. You know, the last call um, is so important that, that we be in fellowship in a good, strong Bible-teaching church, um, and, and perhaps you're listening um, that— uh, you know, the Bible says, and we heard this quoted a lot in during the pandemic, not to forsake the assembly of ourselves together is is the manner of some, especially as you see the day approaching. And, and that's true. But I think it's more than ever as we see the things going on around us, what has taken place, that we need to be in fellowship and to be in the church. And, and uh, it's important for believers. That's a commandment of the Lord. Uh, that, you know, Jesus, the church, he's the foundation of the church. He's the cornerstone of the church. Uh, Revelation chapter 1, he stands in the midst of the church, um, and he's the head of the church. And the church is that um, what has been set up uh, for us as believers that come together. Um, and he gave some to be pastors and teachers for the, the, you know, for the equipping of the saints, for the edifying the body of Christ, for the work of the ministry. Uh, for us to come together and edify each other, to grow in the Word of God, to love each other. We need each other, and I just want to emphasize that for you. Hey, give me a call. A couple open lines, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to uh, Benito in Castle Rock. Benito? Uh, Benito. Benito. I said it right the first time. How are yeah, you? Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm good. How about you, Pastor? Good. Thank you for calling Calvary Live. Yeah. Thank you for the work you do for the kingdom of heaven and, uh, you know, all the hard work you guys do and all the warfare you put up with. I appreciate everything you do for us, and uh, we pray for you guys all the time. Well, thank Uh, you. My question question is, um, 
and I hope this doesn't come out the wrong way, but it's something that I've always been curious about. It, it, it's about heaven, and it's about why if um, <clears throat> if uh, heaven is is amazing and everything the way the Bible describes it and everything, why would one-third of the angels leave heaven to come to, um, let's say, earth, which is less than heaven, and not only that, but fallen, you know, um, that, yeah. that's always something that's made me wonder, like, cause you know, I, I'm excited to go to heaven when it's my time and everything, but I'm just curious why, you know, if they've been in the glory of God and they've got to see him face to face and everything, why, why would they do, you know, why would they do that pastor? Yeah. And that's a good question because you think about that and you think about Lucifer who is a beautiful, you know, uh, cherub is what Ezekiel tells us that he was a worship leader, and yeah. you know, and and there are the angels, they're in heaven in the glory of God. Why would they, you know, rebel? Why would they do that? And the only answer that we really have in the scripture is because of pride, and it was Satan. I was looking at this actually today because um, doing the study in Daniel, Nebuchadnezzar. He uses that term um, when he gives his testimony. He actually, you see it in the book of Daniel, the title, The Most High God. He, he gives his testimony that he is, in chapter 4 of Daniel, um, he believes in the Most High God, that truly he is the Most High God. But Nebuchadnezzar had to be humbled. He uses mm-hmm. that term with Daniel in chapter 2, when Daniel interpreted the dream, that you, you, your God is the Most High God. And then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the burning fiery furnace. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego come out of the burning fiery furnace, servants of the Most High God. But in chapters 2 and 3, he did not say that he's my God. He's your God, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Chapter 2, he's your God. It wasn't until God humbled them. So there's another place where that term, Most High God, is used, and that is in Isaiah chapter 14. And Isaiah chapter 14 speaks of when Satan fell, right? And Mm -hmm. he fell, for you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars. I will sit on the mount of the congregation. I will ascend Mm -hmm. above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high God. And yet you shall be brought down to Sheol to the lowest depths of the earth. So the reason that he did it was because of pride. Because he said, I will be like the most high God. And that's why pride is such a terrible, terrible sin. That pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. And that's what happened to Lucifer. He fell. And a third of the angels were deceived by Lucifer somehow, thinking he was going to sit on the throne. He was going to, you know, take the most high God off the throne. And he would exalt himself. And they fell for that, and that's why he's called the deceiver. That's why he's called the master deceiver. He's a liar. He's a murderer, Jesus said. And um, that's why it's so important that we don't become prideful, that we be humbled before the Lord. And um, so that's the only answer I have. You would think that they would say, man, the Lord is so so incredible, his glory that why would you even think of doing something like that? And it, it just, uh, for some reason, he became prideful. And um, yeah. and I just wonder, too, here's another thought, and this is just a thought. I just wonder if he became jealous. Because 
we know that in Ezekiel, when it talks about um, the, um, in chapter 28, when it talks about uh, Lucifer, it says, you were to seal a perfection full of wisdom and perfect and beauty. You were in the e- in Eden, the garden of God. So, right. and then it talks about how he's a worship leader. So did Lucifer, was he there providing worship in the garden of Eden? Just, you know, sweet music coming from him. And he saw that Adam and Eve were having sweet fellowship with the Lord. Sometimes we think that God created Adam and, you know, and then Eve came from Adam, but he, he he created Adam and Eve, and then ten minutes later he came Lucifer. So we don't know when Lucifer fell, um, and you know we know that the angels were created before creation. The world was created. Job gives us indication of that. But was he in the garden? Did he become jealous? He said, "I want to be, you know, worshipped. I I want to be worshipped." So I I don't know, but we do know that pride was a big part of it. What amazes me is is that for them to be in a place where it's limitless, uh, you know, uh, exponential amounts of glory, you know, uh, nonstop just being in the presence of God, and then for them to come to a place that's trapped in time, space, and matter, you know, it just is... Like man, he must have really yeah. came up with something like, "Oh, I've been hanging out there for a while. It's 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 better than this yeah. place." I don't. I, it's just it's got to be. I just can't ima- imagine leaving something like you know like yeah. that. Even if they, I mean, especially since they were there when God was creating you know everything, and yeah. they must have seen you know from a window in yeah. heaven, I'm, I'm, I'm you know what was going yeah. on, and I just yeah. I. I, I Man, I just can't it's imagine amazing, this isn't is it? crazy. But I appreciate your answer, and all that made just, uh, really good sense. And I just want to be prepared for if somebody were to ask me a question like yeah. that, you know, because that's, that's a tough just, one, you know. Yeah, just real quick before I let you go, a couple thoughts that came to mind. Number one is when the disciples came back in Luke's Gospel, the 70, and they said, we did all these miracles, Jesus said, you know, rejoice in the fact that he said, I saw Satan fall like lightning to the earth. Rejoice that your names are written in the book of life. And I think Jesus was saying, don't be prideful, okay? Be thankful your, your names are written in the book of life. But think about this, um, that at the end of the tribulation, or at the end of the millennium reign, Satan's going to be let out. Here is Jesus, that righteousness will cover the earth as waters cover the sea, and he's going to be let out, and he's going to lead this huge rebellion against Jesus. And you think about that, so... Pride, pride, and, and and that is very, very, you know, he's a deceiver, and he's going to lead that rebellion, but good point. So, hey, thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Hey, we're getting ready to go to break, and so we got um, uh, open line 303-690-3000, and so before we go to the next caller, um, I hope Samuel, Max, that you guys will hold on. You're going to hear the music here in just a little bit. We're going to come back. And we're going to um, take your call. So love to hear from you. The text line is 720-336-0897. Love for you to text a question or prayer request. But, you know, good questions, good things that people will ask. And people, it's okay for people to ask questions, you know, um, that we may not always have the answer to, but we know that the answers are in the Scripture to keep studying the scriptures, and we're here to help you with that in any way that we can um, in growing in the Word of God. 
And, um, you know, a lot of people are, are listening to Christian radio and it just brings up just a lot of questions that you have. And that's why Christian radio is so important. So I just want to say, be sure to support, you know, your local Christian radio station, Grace FM, your Grace FM listeners, those of you radio by grace, support them, Truth FM, uh, Hope FM, Higher Rock Radio. It's so important that we're on the airwaves and that we are getting the gospel out and the word of God out. So, hey, give me a call. Got an open line, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. Samuel, Max, hey, we're going to come to you just right after the break. This is the only break of the show. Text line 720-336-0897. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. So glad that you join us on this Monday, the first full day of spring. And I pray that you're doing well. We invite you to give us a call. I do have full lines, but when we go back to the phone lines here in just a minute, uh, when somebody hangs up, you can give a call. We've got plenty of time to field your call here in the second half of the show. So welcome, everyone. My name is Jeff Figgs of Calvary Chapel Greeley. The text line is 720-336-0897. So since we got full lines, let's go ahead. Let's go to um, to the phone lines. Let's go to Samuel in Westminster. Samuel? Yes, sir. Hey, thanks for holding. You're on Calvary Live. Yes, uh, thanks for taking my call. And my question is, can someone who has rejected the gospel be saved after the rapture? Because, and it's weird, because I haven't heard this until recently, that people who reject the gospel, reject Christ before the rapture, cannot be saved after the rapture. That God will harden their hearts so hard that they will not be able to be Save you know the uh, tribulation. They won't become a tribulation saint. They will just be lost. Yeah, and I've had some people call on that, and they've heard teachings on that. And I think what they're getting it from is from Second Thessalonians chapter two, that um, that for this reason God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie. Um, so the conclusion is is that if you've rejected the gospel and the rapture happens, then there's no way that you can be saved. I don't see that in the the all of Scripture. Um, what I see is that um, there is going to be many that they're going to be given over to strong delusion to believe the lie. And the question is, what is that lie in Second Thessalonians chapter 2? It's a very unique chapter in that <clears throat> he's speaking about the rapture of the church. He's talking about the day of the Lord the Antichrist that will go into the rebuilt temple, proclaim himself as God, to be worshipped as God in the temple of God. He exalts himself above every everything that's called God. So he, at that time, in the middle of the tribulation period, is going to claim to be God, and then anyone who makes their allegiance to him and takes the mark of the beast that believes the lie 
then there's no hope of salvation. And in chapter 14 of the book of Revelation, it says that there's going to be the proclamations from the three angels, that there's going to be the proclamation that uh, that if you take the mark of the beast, that there's no hope of salvation. So if they make their allegiance to the Antichrist, there's no hope of salvation. But to say that, for example, somebody who has rejected the gospel and then the rapture happens, that there's no hope of salvation, we know that there's going to be a large revival that's going to take place in the tribulation period from the 144,000 Jews. There's going to be the uh, two witnesses in Jerusalem, Revelation chapter 11, and then one of the proclamations of one of those angels in Revelation chapter 14 is an angel's going to fly and give the everlasting gospel to everyone, to every person. So uh, I think to make just a broad brush, you know, uh, statement of if you rejected the gospel, if the rapture happens, there's no hope. Well, you know, if you take the mark of the beast, there's no hope of salvation. If you believe the lie, as he gives strong delusion, but there are going to be many from every tribe, tongues, people, and nations, according to Revelation chapter 7, that are going to come to Christ. So that's what the Bible has to say. That, that's exactly what I, you know, what I thought. But, yeah, I, I, just, I was just curious on, on your take on it, because it's something new to me. And what you're speaking in, of in Second uh, Thessalonians falls in line with what Paul had said in Romans. I think it's right. Romans two, where. But anyway, Romans chapter yeah, one. Uh, yeah. Thank you. That that because that just you know that that affirms what what I believe and what I thought because it didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. That because a lot of people also it's not that they've turned their backs on Christ, but they've been they're following the wrong Jesus. Right. And. Right. And I right. believe that they won't be raptured, but I know make this brief, but I believe, uh, this is my belief. I believe that, that after the rapture, they will see that we were right, you know, trying to teach mm-hmm. them, and then they will be hungry to learn the truth. Yeah. And, you know, I pray that the teachings and the videos and the books that are left behind, that people say, yeah, is is true, you know. Um, it is true, and, and they will come to Christ. So, we do know, we just got to stick with what the Bible says, and that is those who take the mark of the beast, there's no hope of salvation. But it doesn't say that if you rejected the gospel and the rapture happens, that there's no hope of salvation. Um, you know, the Bible doesn't say that specifically. And I know there's strong delusion, Romans chapter 1, but there is hope, and it's going to go forth, and people are going to get saved. So, hey, thanks, Samuel. Appreciate it. Good question that you're asking. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number to text line 720-336-0897. Let's go to Max in Denver. Max? Yes. You're Pastor, on Calvary how, Live. How are, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. It's a very special day for me. Uh turned 63, and I'm 32 and a half years clean and sober, and I gave my life to the Lord um, back and when I was um, 28 years old uh, out here in Denver. And what what a interesting, you know, turn of events when I gave my life to Christ, of course. It wasn't easy, and I found out something that is uh, very eye-opening with us uh, that, that, that the Lord has created, that we are incredibly selfish and self-centered people. <laughs> and uh, what a shock. 
and and as a result of that, I was I'm sitting at home and um, celebrating my birthday here, and and it dawned on me as I'm listening to you um, that I wanted to personally and just reaching out over the airwaves, thank you for everything you do for the community of believers because I don't know you personally, but I've listened to you off and on, and I love mm-hmm. Grace FM, Grace FM, and uh, the Calvary community. Um, has really helped my my life. So I, what I wanted to do, and it crossed my mind, and came really quickly on my heart. Um, wondering if anybody ever um, has prayed for you, and if you have a request. Yeah, and people have, and the encouragement, and I appreciate the encouragement. And you know, it's also a reminder to you know pray for us, those who are on Grace FM Christian Radio. Those of us who are doing uh, Calvary Live, the pastors that are hosting, because we live in a day and age where people are, you know, they're against the Word of God. They, you know, and you know, as we do Calvary Live, we want to give the truth of God's Word, and we, you know, we want to stand firm for the Word of God. And um, as we do that, the attacks are going to come. And so, please pray for us. Continue to pray for us. And, uh, you know, Satan is called the prince of the power of the air uh, in Scripture. And Christian radio, such as Grace FM and Calvary Live, we've invaded his territory. And um, there's a lot of talk shows out there on radio, uh, on secular radio. There's talk shows by, you know, this, you know, a ton of them, just like there's a bunch of news networks but what makes Calvary Life so unique, it's really is an extension of the pulpit to where we get to pray with people, we get to give them truth and answer their questions. So, you know, I appreciate the encouragement. And um, sometimes, you know, the attacks come, and um, they will continue to come. But we're just trusting in the Lord, and, and, and do can just pray for us. Well, yeah, and however, I hope it's not too awkward, but I, I personally wanted to just pray for you, and if you don't mind, because you pray for so no. many of us. So I had a no. prayer I wanted to just pray right now for you. Yes, please, please do that. Okay, thank you, Father God. I'm so grateful that this station is on the air for so many of us to ask questions and find out the truth. And I pray for Pastor Jeff uh, and his family and his community and his church, Lord God, because uh, he's doing a wonderful works. Um, I read in one Psalm 116 uh, not too long ago that um, uh, he said, I love the Lord because he hears and answers our prayers, because he bends down and listens and I will pray as long as I have breath. And, and as long as I have breath on this 63rd day of my birth, I just thought it would be a wonderful thing to just pray for you that you will continue to have strength and wisdom and direction um, and a heart of love for uh, what you're doing for the kingdom. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Max. I really appreciate it and appreciate you yeah. thinking about us and continue yeah. to pray and happy birthday. All right? Thank you. Thank you. Okay. God bless you. Bye-bye. I always appreciate the encouragement and the prayers and all of us and on Grace FM. And pray for, you know, the the staff behind the scenes as uh, there are those who right now are working the phones and uh, so appreciate them and all the technology, absolutely amazing. And, uh, you know, the support, Grace FM is is. A local church. It's not a big organization that runs it, and it's a church budget, and 
there's bills to pay and and all of that so continue to support through prayer and in any other ways the lord guides you and and i believe grace fm is the the best thing that has happened to christian radio to radio period uh over the airwaves in colorado uh, for the last 10, 11 years, they've been on the air. So continue to pray. So thank you, Max. Appreciate your prayers. Um, we have an open line, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. Text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Betty Jane in Pennsylvania. Betty Jane. Hi, good, hi, good evening. How on, are you? I'm good. You're on Calvary Live. Yes. Thank you so much. And so... um. I'm calling to ask you for prayer for um, for healing for me. I, I don't really feel very well. Um, I feel like I'm coming down with something, and I I, I don't have a fever. So uh, I, I really hope it's not anything like COVID. But uh, yeah, I'm kind of absolutely. losing my taste, and I feel aches and pains, and I really don't have time to be off work. Because yeah. I have a lot of okay. really good things to do this week, so um, so if you could pray for me, and then um, I also have a question about dreams. Like, like how does God work with dreams? Yeah, and that's a good question. And then I'll answer it the best I can, and then I'm going to pray for you for God's Thank healing. You. It, you know, God does use dreams. We see that all the way through the scriptures in Genesis. Uh, Pharaoh had a dream, and Joseph would interpret the dream. Uh, we know that Daniel would interpret Nebuchadnezzar's dream uh, in Daniel chapter 2. He would actually tell him the dream and the interpretation of the dream. Uh, so, you know, God has used dreams. And uh, Jacob, it, it, there in the book of Genesis, he had a dream of angels ascending and descending, and he woke up and he called it Bethel, which means the house of God. God was in this place, and I did not know it. It would be Peter that would stand up on the day of Pentecost, and he would quote from the book of Joel, and he would say, that it shall come to pass in the last day, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young man shall see visions. Your old man shall dream dreams. So, you know, he's quoting that um, that young man shall see visions and old man shall dream dreams. I believe that God can speak to us through dreams. I don't think that every dream that we have is from the Lord, but we see it in Scripture that he he has used dreams. In the New Testament, Joseph had a dream to where the the angel said, Joseph, don't be afraid to take to you, marry your wife for that which is conceived in hers of the Holy Spirit. So he can use dreams, and I think that if he does speak to us in a dream— we just we just know it. We just we just know it. The spirit testifies. Um, maybe there's been one or two times in my whole life that I feel like the Lord really spoke to me in a dream, and so He can use dreams. And um, and you know sometimes people will come to me and they will say, you know, I had a dream, Pastor Jeff. What does it mean? Well, I, I I'm not an interpreter of dreams, um, but. He he can speak to us in dreams. It has to line up like anything with the Word of God. It cannot contradict the Word of God, or it didn't come from the Lord. But we do right. see that in Scripture. Right. Oh, well, that's great. Thank you. And where is that in um, where is that in the Word that it says old men will dream dreams? And where is that again? You can you can read it in chapter two of Acts in verse seventeen. Okay. And. What he's doing is he's quoting from Joel chapter 2, 
um, in the Old Testament. The Old Testament book of Joel, it's just a short little book, only I believe three chapters long, and Joel's talking about the, the day of the Lord, the last days. He talks about the locusts and this invasion. He he uses the uh, locusts that came and devoured everything and how this massive army is going to come and come against Israel. And then Joel chapter 2 in the chapter 3 speaks about how there will be this um, calling on the Lord, this fast that will be called. And I believe it's speaking about that time when the battle of Armageddon happens, when this massive invasion comes in to Israel, and they call on the Lord, and then the Lord comes in and steps in on their behalf. So he's quoting from that little book of Joel, very powerful book that speaks of the day of the Lord. Uh-huh. Oh, good. Good. Okay, well, I'll read that. But you said Acts 2? Acts chapter 2, verse 17. 17. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And Can I pray I for you? Your, uh, your show and your, your program. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, Betty Jane. Father, I pray for for Betty Jane. She's not feeling good, and she she can't afford to miss work, so bring healing to her. Uh, feels like she's coming down with something. Um, Lord, this time of year, there's allergies, there's colds, there's other things, even COVID's still around, and I just pray that she would be strengthened, that she'd feel better, that, Lord, you care about every area of our lives, that she would be able to go to work, uh, be able to continue to just uh, do what she needs to do, So, Lord, touch her body, uh, just strengthen her body, and, Lord, help her just to continue to grow in your word. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Thanks, Betty Jane. Happy spring. Yeah. Okay. It's it's good to get through winter, isn't it? It is. It is. All right. Thanks, Betty Jane. Appreciate it. Hey, 303-690-3000 is the calling number. we got a couple open lines, and then the text line is 720-336-0897. The Lord can speak to us through dreams, and we see that in Scripture. Uh, but, you know, be wise and discerning, and, and um, I think you know that the Lord just kind of really touches your heart and stirs your heart and soul, you know, if there is something, a dream that comes along. Matter of fact, uh, we hear oftentimes, like, in the Middle East, that uh, there's been testimonies of those who have had dreams of Jesus that come to the gospel. The dreams were a means by them to come to the gospel and hear the gospel. Um, and we're hearing all kinds of testimonies of those in, in Muslim countries. Uh, it really is quite incredible when you read that, when you hear those testimonies. So God can speak to us through dreams. Let's go to Mike in Westminster. Mike? Yes, sir. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks for your time. Um, my question is just about Calvinism. I don't know a ton about it, but I met a man at a Bible study recently who believed in it, and he was saying basically that you know God has chosen certain people to be saved, but at the same token, he has chosen others not to be saved. And that kind of goes against kind of what I have understood the gospel to be. I'm more of a believer that, you know, everybody has the opportunity to be saved, and some of us choose to believe in Christ and what he did and receive that salvation, and others choose not to. But he seemed to think it was more of like, no, you're predestined to be saved, and this person over here is not predestined to be saved. And I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, and there is those uh, five-point Calvinism, hyper-Calvinism is what they call uh, call it. 
and part of it is um, is they they hold to what's called um, a double election that he chose some to be saved and he chose some not to be saved um, and we know that the scripture says that um, that he chose us before the foundation of the world uh, Paul writes that in Ephesians chapter one Jesus said to his disciples before he went to the cross that you haven't chosen me I've chosen you uh, without me you can do nothing so you know when we talk about being chosen by the Lord we're speaking about his sovereignty that the Bible does talk about that we are chosen but we also know what the scripture says and I don't hold to double election because we know that the scripture says uh, Peter writes that um, that it's God's desire that that none should perish but all come to repentance is what Peter writes. Um, Paul writes something similar to Timothy. Um, let me find those scriptures for you. So when you talk to him, Second uh, Peter, he writes um, that uh, the Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some count slack. This is Second Peter chapter three, verse nine. But long suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but all come to repentance. Paul, when he was writing to Timothy, would write something similar. Let me pull it up for you um, in First Timothy. And in First Timothy, he's saying um, that, uh, as he says, we're to pray for all men. And he says there's one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Um, and he, he speaks about that, um, who desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. That's first Timothy chapter two, verse four. So this, you know, it's God's desire that, um, that we all come to the knowledge of the truth, that none should perish. Um, he knows who are his Paul goes on to write, but I don't hold to the double election, um, that he elects some to heaven and some to hell. Um, you know, so, that's okay. I go with what the scripture says. So would you say it's more of like a we all have free will to choose salvation, but at the end of the day God knows who will choose and who will not choose. Yeah. Would you agree with that statement? Yeah, he does. He knows the okay. end from the beginning. And the, here's the thing that this when it comes to you know predestination, the sovereignty of God being chosen, election, all that versus free will, both are taught in the scriptures. And right. I, matter of fact, I was just reading when Jesus was weeping over Jerusalem, um, he was uh, weeping over Jerusalem. He said, oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her, how often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers your chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. So he's saying you weren't willing to come. Um, I right. wanted to gather you. That was his will. But I say to you that you shall see me no more until blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So there is free will. Whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So free will is a part of it. And then he also chooses us. I don't understand it fully, uh, Mike. Um, sure. And, you know, I don't think we can ever fully understand it. But I do know that he... You know, predestined is, you know, he has foreknowledge. He knows who are his. And, um, but I also know that his desire is for all to come 
to the saving knowledge of of the gospel and but yet people have free will we're not robots um you know where he forces this love on us so that's all in play so hopefully that helps you out no definitely does that's exactly what i believe in um but you know he had some decent reasons for what he believed and and so i just wanted to get your take on it because you know i trust grace fm and calvary chapel and all you guys and, and what you guys say so very much appreciate your time sir thank you you bet mike if we can help you any more let us know yes sir thank you Mike. okay all right let's go to tj in lakewood hello tj yep. hi you're on calvary hi. live hi i am um, called today for a prayer request um i lost my sister about a month ago now, and uh, my parents are older and um, in in pretty bad shape, and my uh, husband has early-onset Alzheimer's, and so I'm still working full-time, but I'm still their caretaker, and I feel really overwhelmed, so I would mm. just like to have a, a prayer and something, I don't yeah. know, to help me keep moving through. I know that I can get it done because I wake up every morning and God gives me the grace to do it. I just feel overwhelmed. Yeah, and I can understand it. First of all, I want to say I'm so sorry for the loss of your sister. That's so hard to lose a family member and a sibling. And then um, with you know your husband, you said, is early mm-hmm. stages of Alzheimer's. And I know how difficult that is because my father had it and my mm-hmm. mom has severe Alzheimer's and how oh, wow. difficult it is to, you know, be a caretaker for elderly parents or um, it is hard and it's every day and it's a lot of attention and takes a lot of strength and a lot of patience. And I just want you to know that the Lord, that he's going to honor what it is that you're doing and he's going to strengthen you. And and he desires to do that, to be your strength. And one of the things that would, um, TJ, just, you know, for you, read those psalms. You know, read those psalms mm-hmm. of David that says that, Lord, you're my strength, you're my protector. And to remember that Paul, when he talked about the difficulties that he was going through, you know, he asked for healing. And the Lord said, my grace is sufficient. And you know, God's grace is sufficient to live every day just looking for him. You know, Paul doesn't say what that thorn in the flesh is because all of us, we have, you know, challenges and difficulties that come our way. And, you know, I'm just going to pray that God's grace and mercy and strength just comes upon you. And mm-hmm. um, But I want you to, to know that he, he sees your grief, the loss of your sister, and he wants to strengthen you. And it's an honorable thing that you're doing. And, and, and being a caretaker and caring for your family. So okay. be encouraged in that, okay? Thank you. Father, I Thanks. pray for TJ. I just pray that you just help her right now. She's grieving for the loss of her sister, and grief is real. And I just pray that you bring her comfort, that you just bring her strength as she, uh, Lord, for her husband, for her for her parents that are elderly, that, that Lord, it, it's an everyday, uh, all the time, um, just the responsibilities that come with the, 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 the things that need to be done. And Lord, I just pray that you would just strengthen her in every way. Give her wisdom. Lord, give her strength. 
that she would get the help that she needs in, in those areas that perhaps she can't provide the wisdom and providing that care for her husband and, and parents um, that that need it. And Lord, as the time goes on and disease progresses, Lord, I just pray for your hand upon uh, her family, Lord, and that she would see that your grace is incredible and that, Lord, you would be merciful and, and show compassion and provide for them in every way. And I just pray for TJ that you would help her and that she would know that you are with her and you see her and you love her and that every day that you would help her to do what you, Lord, see as being honorable. And, and Lord, even as you said that that he, that the person that gives a cup of water to, to the one in need is great as their reward. But I know that also she does it out of love, love for you and love for her family. So, Lord, just just be with her, encourage her that you're with her every day during this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless TJ, you. TJ, you need prayer. You call for prayer, but but the Lord is with you. He's going to help you. Thank you. I appreciate okay. it. You bet, absolutely. Take care. You bet. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're towards, the end. we're towards the end of the show. Had a great show. You hear the music. I will be back tomorrow at the same time. So if you didn't get a chance to call in or get your question answered, love for you to be able to to get a hold of me tomorrow as I do Calvary Live. In the meantime, I pray that you have a wonderful, wonderful evening. God bless you. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.